Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Baby Adults with Katie and Matt. I'm Katie. And I'm Matt. Today, we are going to be talking about habits. Woo! Very exciting topic. It's very exciting. Well, and it's exciting because I think what's interesting about this is like, we're developing a bit of a theme. Last time, listeners, we had a very personal topic to me, eating. And this week, it's kind of more of a personal topic to you. Would yeah. You say that's true? Yeah, I kind of got really into habits in the last year-ish, and I feel like it's kind of changed my life. And I'm no expert on the topic of habits, but mm. I listen to some podcasts about it. I've read books about it, and so Matt's going to be interviewing me about my habits. She knows a thing or two. She's taught me a thing or two about habits. Just be kind of a perspective from Katie. You'll get a little bit from me, but I think it's mainly just to hear uh, from her because this is very much her area of expertise and something that really informs her life and I think definitely has served to make her life I'd say much better yeah I really like habits and I feel like it's helped me a lot and I hope that this can help you all listening too because it's really cool habits are really amazing like once you can learn to start manipulating your habits to change your life it's quite cool let's start off I think with the the main thing on that point is what is a habit Okay, so I've learned a lot about habits from, I listened to Shelby Sacco's podcast, it's called Sad to Savage, so I just want to give her credit because I've learned pretty much everything I know about habits from her, and then also the book Atomic Habits, so this is kind of my um, giving credit to them. So what I've learned is that a habit is basically a cue, a routine, and a reward, and once you start to learn about habits, you'll realize that like everything you do in your life is pretty much a habit. And there are things that you don't really have to think about doing anymore because it's just autopilot, basically, the things that you do in your life every single day. And it all starts off with a cue, routine, and a reward. Can you give an example of this? Like, what's like a cue? Okay, so one thing that they talk about in Atomic Habits is the habit of brushing your teeth. Something they mention in the book is that toothpaste wasn't always flavored like it is now. And the reason that the minty flavor works is because it created a habit in people to brush their teeth because people were not doing it. And so, what? yeah, the so the cue is like maybe you're getting ready for bed or the cue is you, know, you put on your pajamas or you go into the bathroom at night. Whatever it is that reminds you that it's time to brush your teeth, that's your cue. The routine is brushing your teeth and the reward is the tasty minty flavor in your mouth that you get from the toothpaste. And the way a habit works is the cue and the reward are linked. So your brain starts to connect the two in your head. So you start putting on your pajamas. Let's say that's your cue. You put on your pajamas and then your brain associates that with the reward of the toothpaste. Hmm. And so you start to crave the reward. And what that gets you to do is it makes you want to do the routine so you get the reward. Interesting. So would you say that are you kind of rewiring your brain? Yeah, you're almost training your brain to associate different things with each other. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And like a a bad habit I used to have actually is, and I, I never realized this was a habit, but it was something that was just so ingrained in me that I couldn't not do it. But basically when my alarm would go off, it was cue, alarm goes off, the routine I would snooze the alarm and go back to sleep. The reward is I felt like I was getting more sleep. And so that was a really, really hard habit to break because these things that are habits that you do, they're just autopilot. Like you don't think about them anymore because they get so ingrained. So habits in don't have brain. to be good. No, habits aren't good. Habits are just things that you kind of do on autopilot all the time that have a key routine and a reward. Interesting. Yeah. I would never have thought of it that one. <laughs> 
Brushing teeth is a good example, though, because that's just everyone just automatically does that for the most part, I feel like. Yeah, and like apparently people didn't, weren't able to brush their teeth consistently. And then the toothpaste companies found, oh, well, when we put sugar and mintiness and yumminess in our toothpaste, people use it. And oh, it was that. And then the like the foamy, the foaming or like foaming hand soap that actually became a reward. I don't know. People liked the foaming. So it created that habit of you go to the bathroom you wash your hands the reward is you get the like foamy hand soap seems like there's almost a scientific method associated with it oh yeah it's all backed by science well, that's kind of cool yeah so i guess you know now we know what, what a habit is what made you want to incorporate this as part of your life so i think what really started me on the path of habits was i was going through my like self-love journey back in 2023 early 2020 Oh yeah, early 2023 or like kind of end of 2022. What was your self-love journey? My self-love journey was when I was going through a breakup in the end of 2022. <gasps> I know. Yes. I know. Someone broke up with me. Well, Are you joking? That was dumb. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I had started going to therapy. I was journaling. I was going on mental health walks. I was kind of just doing anything and everything to try to put my life back together, get my mental health in check. It was also just kind of an activity for me to do to keep my mind busy. And it felt really productive to be on this path of, I had kind of realized a lot of things through therapy of tendencies I had in relationships that were not good because I didn't really see my full self-worth. I didn't love myself all the way. And so I kind of wanted to make sure that none of these things happened again. And I was on this path of, I really want to make sure that I get to the point that I love myself before I can start dating again so then I don't make the same mistakes again. That was good. That was really smart. Yeah. And so I'm on this journey and somewhere along this journey, I discover Shelby Sacco's podcast. It's called Sad to Savage. And she goes through all these things of how to basically change your life. She recommends things like waking up earlier. She goes into healthy eating habits. She talks about self-love and one of her big things is habits. And so I was listening to her podcast and I thought it was really helpful and it kind of made me want to start trying to do habits because one of the things she talks about with habits too and I always struggled with this habit of like waking up early. Mm. I've always wanted to wake up earlier but I've never been able to get myself to do it consistently just because I think breaking the habit of snoozing my alarm and it's so early and I love sleep. And she explained it in a way that really made a lot of sense to me. And she's like, habits are science. And once you build, once you form the habit, you're kind of on autopilot and it's really easy to do. Would you say that made it more approachable to you? Yeah. Well, one thing that I think really solidified it in my head, is she says that it's not really about having like the motivation to do these things. People always say, oh, you wake up every day, you go to the gym, you do all these things, you must have a lot of motivation. And she talks about how it's not really the motivation. You don't start with the motivation. A lot of people don't have the motivation to wake up early and go to the gym. Mm. It's about really about consistency and really about building the habits. And she talks about how it's really hard at first, but once you build the habit, it's really easy. And so you kind of just have to keep telling yourself, yes, this is hard. Like, yes, waking up at 6 a.m. sucks. But if I keep doing it, it will eventually get easier. And I wasn't motivated to wake up at 6 a.m. every day, but I kept doing it. And so my cue what I actually started out doing for the 6 a.m was my cue would be my alarm would go off Mm -hmm. and this was really me trying to break the habit of snoozing my alarm the cue was my alarm went off 
and what you do is you switch out the routine uh, okay so there is there's like a it's almost like we're taking the an experiment mm-hmm. changing one variable exactly yeah uh. because the cue and the reward are linked and you can't change them you can't break a habit that's what something shelby lee says you can't break a habit i don't know if i 100 percent believe that wait wait wait. so like if your habit is like you know chewing gum mm-hmm. so you can't break a chewing gum habit like if your habit is just chewing gum you're just kind of doomed to chew gum Unless you change the reward. Okay. Well, let's break that down. Okay. What, when you say the habit is chewing gum, yeah. can you tell me what do you think is the cue routine and reward there? Uh, the cue is like, oh, my mouth feels dry. Okay. And then the routine is chew gum. Okay. And the reward is that flavor. The gum tastes good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you can't get rid of the habit altogether and be like, my mouth feels dry. I'm just going to ignore it. Mm-hmm. I think you could, but I think it takes a lot more willpower to do it that way. And it takes a lot. It's a lot easier to change a habit than it is to break a habit. So Mm. let's say your mouth feels dry and normally you'd go have gum because you're craving that, you know, like you get probably a dopamine hit from the sugar and the the active activity of chewing the gum itself. And so you need something to do. So maybe the cue cue is your mouth is dry and maybe the next routine would be drink water or drink Mm. a... Drink a sparkling water because that'll be like something fun for your mouth. Well, that's true. And then the reward is that you still get like a small spike of dopamine because you're like getting a yummy drink and it's fun. Mm, or like a little the drink flavor packet things. Yeah. That could be good too. Yeah. Or like anything like that. I, I'm i not really thinking of anything that's not like drink related that you would want to do for your mouth being dry. Right. So I think that would be like the most make the most sense. But Okay. No, that puts it in context. Mm-hmm. No, it's great. Yeah. So I was talking about how my cue used to be that my alarm would go off, I'd snooze it, and then the reward is I'd get extra sleep. So I ended up replacing the going back to sleep with I would chug an entire pint of water. <laughs> and <laughs> and she's not kidding. It really is an entire pint. It is a full-on glass. Yeah. Like, first thing, the alarm goes off, I grab the water, I chug it. And they say that it takes your brain eight seconds to wake up after your alarm goes off, so there are... Like when you're snoozing your alarm, you're not really awake. You're not really consciously making that decision. And so they say if you chug an entire pint of water, by the time you're done with it, you will be fully awake and you'll be able to make better choices for yourself. (laughs) And so I did that. I did that for a while. And it actually helps. I don't feel the need to snooze. I haven't snoozed, you guys, in maybe a year. Wow. And that is (laughs) crazy because I was a hardcore snoozer before. How many times would you snooze on average? Oh, at least probably three my alarm would go off at six or whatever. And yeah. then I'd be like, oh, well, you know, I don't really have to get up until 630. So every time I snooze it, it's only nine minutes, you know, so you snooze it at 609, you snooze it at 618, you know, and then eventually you get up because it's time. But I just, I loved, I love, love, love going back to sleep. It was my favorite thing ever. It's still your favorite thing ever. Yeah. But I don't do it anymore. <laughs> no, you don't. Well, I'm not saying you do it in the context of the morning, but I think like you really do like sleep. Like Katie hits the pillow and it's just gone. She's gone. I just love sleeping so much. Lights are out. Because <laughs> it, it wasn't even about that I thought I needed more sleep as I just, I was almost addicted to that feeling of just going back to sleep. It was the best thing ever. I loved it so much. And so it was so hard for me to break out of that because I've been snoozing my whole life. And mm. so I think that was probably the hardest habit I've ever broken. But the water helped. And I think the water helped just because it was almost even a placebo effect that I knew, oh, well, once I'm awake, I'll be able to make better choices for myself. And then after that, I would be awake and I would you know, get out of bed or 
I would probably scroll on my phone for a little bit. I don't do that as much anymore. But that's kind of how I broke the habit of, of snoozing. And it took a long time, you guys. It took a while. It's baby steps. Yeah. It did take a while. Consistency. I feel like I was there for most of that. Yeah, you were actually. Yeah. yeah, Matt was there for a lot of the habits because I so actually started listening to this podcast in probably the week I met Matt. So he was there for pretty much my whole habit journey while I was like when we started dating, I wasn't waking up at 6 a.m. And then one day I was like, I was afraid to tell him. I was like, I think I'm going to start waking up at six. And if you hate it, I can try to be really quiet and not wake you up in the morning. My plan was to wake up at six and then leave the room and then go do whatever activity I decided I was going to do in the morning Mm -hmm. and just try not to wake him up. And Matt's like, I could wake up at six. And he did it with me, which was super supportive. And I really appreciate it. And you still do it. And it's become our favorite thing. It's really nice. It's... What do we like about waking up at 6 a.m.? Okay, so one of the reasons I loved waking up at 6 a.m. is you have so much more time in the morning to get things done. It's the pretty much the one time in the day that people aren't going to be reaching out to you and asking you for stuff. And so it's time that's only yours. And so if there's extra things you don't have time to get done, the morning is the perfect time to do that. And it doesn't have to be productive. Matt wakes up at 6 a.m. and he just reads because he loves it so much. Yep. You could wake up at 6 a.m. and you could play video games. You wake up... I've thought about it. ...and watch a movie. You could catch up on shows. You go for a walk. Yeah. I actually originally was trying to build the habit of going on a walk in the morning and that one didn't really stick for me because it was way too cold and there i don't think there was a reward there (laughs) it's hard in the winter to justify like oh i'm gonna go out i mean the reward is like okay so you wake up go for a walk reward you feel better yeah it was really good for my mental health i really liked the walks but it was just too hard for me it's so cold to get out of bed and get clothes on and go for a walk that early yeah also, it's a lot of trial and error is finding the habits that work for you because I've tried habits that just didn't work for me. And I think this year I've actually finally found habits that work pretty well for my lifestyle. Oh, what are those? Oh, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> so this year, and I think I talked about it in the New Year's resolution episode, but I'm really trying to nail down a good morning routine. And with that comes me trying to build a bunch of habits Right now, my morning routine is I wake up, cue, alarm goes off, mm-hmm. routine, I get out of bed, I I pee if I have to, but you Love know. Love a good pee. <laughs> Only Very if healthy. I have to. And I actually haven't been drinking the water as much anymore because no. I don't need it. She hasn't. But I still try to take a few sips of water because it's going to be hydrated. But I wake up, I leave the bed. That's a big thing for me, is leaving the bed. This was a point of like, she's like, okay... I want to start getting up. It's, we were always getting up at six. But she's like, so many times we get up and we're just like sitting there. She's like, I want to get up, get up. So you have to make me get out of bed. Yeah, I told Matt, I was like, don't try to get me to stay. Just let me go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you love them, let them, them go. Let them go. <laughs> so I get up, I get out of bed. I take the blanket with me because it's cold. Jeez. And then I sit on the couch five feet away. It's just, I got to get out of bed. And then I pull out my laptop and I have what I call laptop hour. And I start off with journaling. And I also read about this in a book where Mm -hmm. they say you journal literally first thing in the morning. Whatever comes to your head, you just get it out. And it's supposed to get you into the deepest thoughts that you have Mm. and really get you in touch with what's really going on in there. I found it to be successful yet. I don't know if I've had any super, super deep thoughts. A lot of my journals are just me being like, oh my God, it's so early. I'm so tired. I can't believe I'm awake right now. 
and then I try to it's just so far I I don't know if I've made a ton of deep progress with the journal but it is nice if there's something going on I can kind of talk about it and I think it's made me a lot more present throughout the day too it's just like a nice way to like dump out any thoughts I have in the morning Mm. to set me up for success the rest of the day and not being dwelling on these thoughts that maybe I have that's a good habit yeah I think I've actually found it to be making a pretty big difference in being able to be present during the day and so after I do my journal I do my gratitudes and I do that also in my journal I just do a enter and then I write gratitudes and I try to write at least 10 things I'm thankful for wow that's a lot lot of things it's a lot of things but I have a lot of things to be grateful for and it's good it gets easier and I've been doing it for almost a month now and so I have 300 things oh my god I mean a lot of them repeat but (laughs) day to day but there are just so many things to be grateful for and it's a really nice way to start my day and kind of be like okay yeah maybe I have bad things going on but I can start with talking them through with myself and then I can remember all the things I have to be grateful for those gratitudes are a very very good thing I think I've talked in a couple podcasts my therapist got me to start doing them it's just it's a nice thing to change your perspective it really is when you start doing it you don't really realize that it helps but the more you do it the more you're like oh like it changes your life it really does you stop even thinking consciously like oh i need to do my gratitude you're like oh i'm grateful for this this and this yeah oh cool and you'll see stuff throughout the day like oh i'm gonna write that down like oh i can write that in my gratitudes it's really great i love it and it takes 30 seconds it's so quick and then almost that's my routine in the morning like the cue is waking up routine is doing my journal and then my reward is that whatever is left of that hour until seven i call it's my laptop hour so I'll work on personal projects that I don't always have time to work on what it mostly ends up being is me working on editing the podcast working on promotions for the podcast and then also some of my side hustles that I do online but it's all computer work she's many side hustles she's very gifted in the realm of side hustling yeah I kind of take on too much and then I don't I think I get stressed out that I don't have time to work on all this stuff I want to do But adding in that extra 30 minutes in the morning to work on at least the podcast has really taken a huge weight off my shoulders because in, you know, the past few months I'd be sitting at home on a Tuesday night and I'd be like, oh, I want to enjoy my evening, but the podcast isn't done. So I feel guilty that I'm not working on it. And now it's just built into my schedule and I don't stress about it a single bit. It just gets done. Well, that's great. It's so good. It's changed. It's changed a lot for me. You do seem lighter. Really? Oh, yeah. Ever since you started, you seem a lot lighter. Because there's so much less in my head. I'm not thinking about whatever's weighing me down. And I'm thinking about what I'm grateful for. And I'm not stressed about getting the podcast on in time because I know it's going to get done. Because it's built into my habits now. And it's really great. Like, you can show up more for yourself. You can show up more for people you love. You can show up more for your job Mm -hmm. when you don't have so much going on. Mm Mm-hmm. I've just been able to be so much more present because of all these things. So that's my morning routine. After a laptop hour, it's kind of just, then I get up, I do my skincare, I eat breakfast, I get dressed for the day, I, you know, this, this, this. I also was listening to um, a meditation while I was getting ready in the morning, which I really liked. It was called Superhuman. It's an app. I really liked it, but I, my free trial was over. So so I haven't been doing that lately. (laughs) Oh yes. The free trial. Yeah. Get you every time. But then at night, so this is what really changed the game for me Mm, because I had this whole nighttime routine that I wanted to do that I was really, really struggling with. 
And it was, okay, I'm going to do my skincare. I'm going to put in my pajamas. I'm going to get ready for bed. I'm going to do my Duolingo. I'm going to do my gratitudes. I'm going to, you know, read. It was like all these That's a lot in one routine. It was a lot. And it was, what I realized is there were a lot of roadblocks for those habits because I was just so tired. I was like, okay, I could do my Duolingo now, but what am I really losing if I don't? It was very easy to talk myself out of it. So there wasn't like a consequence. Yeah, because you have your most willpower in the morning. So when I found that when I tried to do tasks that took a lot of willpower at night, it was just impossible. So that's why I started doing all my things in the morning, like journaling in the morning, working on the podcast in the morning, you know, all that in the morning, meditating in the morning. Like, I think there was a time where I was like, oh, yeah, I'll just meditate before I go to bed. It's like, well, why wouldn't I just go to sleep? I'm so tired. It's like you're already laying down. Yeah. And so what I ended up doing with my nighttime routine is I formatted it in a way that just set me up for success in the morning to give me more time to do those things that I wanted to do in the morning because you don't have a lot of time if you're getting ready for work you oh don't. no no if you're getting if you're going to work at eight and you're getting up at you know a lot of people just 7 30 you've got a maximum of 20 minutes yeah and so I really wanted to be able to maximize my time in the morning so I could do these routines even on a day I'm going into the office and like need to get ready for work so for example let's take my Sunday night the day that I'm before I go into the office so it's nine o'clock that's my cue is to start getting ready for bed I try to be asleep by 10 so I give myself an hour to get all this done which is it's plenty of time and if I have extra time then I can read and that's kind of my reward for getting my reading time my nighttime routine done I don't always have reading time and that's okay I don't put pressure on that love reading matt does love reading time (laughs) (laughs) but my cue is nine o'clock and then my routine is i get into my pajamas i do my skincare brush my teeth i will and matt will do this when i'm with him but i prep the coffee for the next day and so you know scooping the coffee into the coffee maker pouring the water setting the timer and then when matt's there my routine is just i remind him to prep the coffee (laughs) but he usually doesn't need the reminder (laughs) So I that gets done. So that takes, you know, it's a little bit of time. It's like five minutes in the morning, but that's five minutes that I now have extra the next day. I pick out my clothes for the next day. So then when I wake up, I don't have to spend any time thinking about what I'm going to wear. If I'm going to work, I prep my lunch for the next day. I make sure like my backpack is like sitting there by the door with my laptop in it, ready to go. Like everything is just ready to go for the next day. It's very efficient. It really helps. And I found that I can get those tasks done at night because I know that that's going to save me time in the morning rather than it just being like an arbitrary task of something I want to get done that takes a lot of willpower. Mm, a lot of people, that makes sense. you know, you wake up, you're like, oh my God, I forgot to pack lunch. And oh, wait, oh, wait, what am I missing for this? Wait, I need my headphones to go in here. Okay, my laptop charger. What am I forgetting? What am I forgetting? What am I forgetting? Oh my God, mm-hmm. I forgot to brush my teeth. And it's like, your brain's kind of like running on autopilot at light speed. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it takes, you know, 30 seconds to put your lunch in your backpack. It takes two seconds to put on a shirt. But it's that mental energy of trying to remember all these things that actually ends up costing you a lot of time. And you don't realize it. So when you just take out all those things you have to remember, you have so much less time and you're stressing out. Mm. So your mornings are just breezy. They are breezy. Everything's where it goes. Oh, and one thing I do at night is I clean my room. Because if you wake up into a clean room, you have no anxiety. I love that. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Ever. No anxiety of any yeah. kind. Oh, and I make my bed in the morning. After I'm done with laptop, I already make the bed. But usually Matt's already made the bed. But then I just, it's my job to just double check. 
I like it. <laughs> Did he make it correctly? Odds are. Maybe I like yes. look at the bed. I'm like, oh, Matt the, made the bed. I guess then my routine is to r- thank you for making the bed. Oh, that's a good routine. Yeah. Um. So yeah, those are my habits. That that's I'm, a lot of habits. It is a lot, but it doesn't really feel like a lot because I feel like I'm getting them ingrained in there. Well, you definitely are. Like I feel weird when I don't do them now. Yeah. Yeah, like when I go to bed and I, my room's not clean. I cannot go to bed with my room messy anymore. It's so weird. I'll even have days when I'll get back from a trip or something and I don't want to unpack my suitcase because I'm so tired. And I'll tell myself, I'll say, it's okay, Katie. You don't have to unpack tonight. You're tired. You need the sleep. But then all of a sudden I like, I'll, I'm unpacking it. And I was like, when did this happen? It's crazy. It's crazy. It just happened. I like I can't unpacking not. upon getting back from a trip. I, I know people that don't unpack I think that is insane. That is terrifying. <laughs> that used to be me. I would leave my suitcase packed for weeks. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, you can't get the clothes you want and you got to do yeah. laundry. You just end up living out of a suitcase for like oh an extra God. week. I could, I could never. I could never do that. Well, you'll be happy to know that I have this apartment clean pretty much at all times. Yeah. And we'll keep it clean because of our habits. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, like sometimes my room will be super messy and I'll be really tired and I'm like, I don't have time to clean the room tonight. But then I'll just be like, oh, well, I'll just move this thing over here. I'll just I'll just take the clothes and I'll move them to the chair so that the bed is less messy. Perfect. And I'll just, you know, scooch my shoes. And then I next I just clean the whole room. It just happens. I don't know. Easy. Yeah. Level of clean. Mm -hmm. Anyways. Yeah. What's next? What's next? (laughs) That's a great question. That was a really good answer. Thank you. I was long winded. But in a good way, if you met someone who was trying to have better habits, mm-hmm. like let's say they don't like what they're doing, they're kind of stuck, maybe their morning routine is bad, maybe they're just kind of in a rut, what advice would you give them? I would say definitely don't try to overwhelm yourself at first because I did that. I saw Shelby Sacco doing all these habits and I tried to do them all immediately and I was like, why isn't this working for me? Why is nothing sticking? Why is it so hard? I would just pick one habit at a time. I think what I would suggest for your first habit is try to find something that maybe you really want to do every day that you're struggling to do every day or try to find one pain point in your life. Like if you're always late to work and you just want to start forming the habit of waking up earlier, work on that and just define your key routine and reward. For me, one thing I really wanted to do was find a designated time to work on the podcast because I didn't have one, and so it was just kind of always stressing me out. It was haphazard. Yeah, just kind of, oh, well, I have five minutes here. I could work on it. Oh, I should finish it today. And so find the one thing that you really want to nail down and designate a cue to it and just say, okay, when, I don't know, after I take my shoes off when I get home from work, then I'm going to do the thing. Mm. And then give yourself a reward, whether it be like have a bubbly drink or call a friend or listen to your favorite song or whatever it may be. But always do that thing after the cue and then don't deviate from that until you feel like you got it nailed down. And that'll really help you form that habit of doing that thing. And then you're not going to be stressed about not doing that thing at other points in the day. And then once you've really solidified that, then maybe think of something else you want to add in. But just do like one thing at a time. Otherwise, you're going to stress yourself out. See, that's good advice. I think that I've tried the thing where I do too many things at once Mm -hmm. because I think I try to do gratitudes at night at the same time I was trying to like learn my skincare routine at the same time. Like it was just too much. Mm -hmm. And then I just went, okay, so nighttime is just skincare. Cool. And then I was like, great. Now you said, boy, what do you do? Gratitudes in the morning. And then your reward is the reading. 
Yeah, I gave Matt a habit. She gave me a habit. Wait, yeah, tell them about tell them about your new habit. So I, my therapist told me to do gratitudes, and I I was doing them really really well. But like, it's hard to be consistent. You kind of forget, especially when it's at night. You're tired. You're like thinking about the next day. You're looking at your phone. You're on email, whatever it is. I'm like, okay, this isn't working. And Katie's like, well, what if you just did it in the morning? And then, and I said, well, yeah, but I read in the morning. She's like, well, what if the reading was your reward? for doing the gratitude well that's an interesting idea and i listen yay me and like i wake up now and it's been going really well i wake up and i do like five gratitudes like oh good i did my gratitudes i can read yeah and it's so quick right it's so it's 30 seconds yeah it is i will say getting up you're like oh my god it's six it's six (laughs) o'clock What am I grateful for? I'm trying uh, to get your brain to function at 6 a.m. is the hardest thing. What am I grateful for? Is uh, I, Every time I'm like a bed to sleep in. Like. <laughs> no, it's rough, but you'll get it gets easier, yeah. I think. That's what I keep telling myself. Actually, I think word for word in my journal today was like, I've been waking up at 6 a.m. for an entire year and I don't know why it hasn't gotten any easier. But maybe it hasn't. I just haven't noticed. Like, this is what I was writing about this morning. So I was like, why is it still so hard? <laughs> it's still so hard. And it's kind of like we talk about the exercise. Like, we we were at boxing the other day. Like, how is this still the most difficult exercise on planet Earth? Yeah. I think it's just some things just are. Like, they're just going to be hard. Mm-hmm. I've just been like, okay, what do I think about? But then I kind of get to the point. I'm like, all right, what am I grateful for? Uh, um, breakfast, reading time, uh, bed and uh and then i'll think about the next the day before i'm like well dinner was really good and like you kind of start to think a little more and then by that point with reading i'm like oh i can comprehend these words somewhat yeah it kind of wakes you up to Mm -hmm. be ready for reading it does and yeah it was almost like a perfect opportunity for you to add that in too because you're like well i can't do gratitudes in the morning so i'm just like so excited to start reading my book i'm like well that could be your reward then i'm like And so now, or eventually, you're going to start waking up. You can be like, oh, I can't wait to do my gratitudes. Yeah. And you're not going to realize it's because you've really linked it to your reward. That's pretty cool. Yeah. The power of habits, everyone. And there's this thing that uh, they talk about in Shelby Sacco's book, which you've told me about, which is habit stacking. Yes. What is habit stacking? That's actually very interesting because she describes it in a way that's very different than the book Atomic Habits. Or how would you describe it? Describes it. But the way that, that I've heard it is... You pair something that you have to do with something that you want to do. Mm. So a very common habit stack that I'll do is, and like everything I've learned from Shelby Sacco, like if she listens to this podcast, she's going to be like, I feel like I'm listening to my podcast. So if you like this, definitely listen to her. But I just feel like I'm ripping her off. So Shelby, please come on our podcast. Yeah, I don't want her. We'd love to talk to you. But anyways, one thing I'll do is like laundry. I used to hate doing laundry, like folding it. And so now I'll listen to either a podcast or an audiobook while I do the laundry and I love doing laundry now because I get to listen to my book while I do laundry and so you're doing two things at the same time like killing two birds with one stone and so you get your tasks done you get to listen to your book Mm. and it makes those things that much more enjoyable and things like cleaning the house like it makes me love cleaning the house because I get to listen to my book so listeners if you're having trouble doing a chore throw on a little music throw on a little book do something different wear a hat while you're doing it I don't know some type of habit you can put on top another one. <laughs> Where a hat? It's a habit hat. <laughs> what? It's, it's like, oh, I hate doing the dishes, but I just love wearing hats. Boom. So I'll just do them both. That's a great example, Maybe Matt. you hate dishes and you're like, you know what I really like doing? Dressing up in fancy clothes. Mm-hmm. So you do the dishes in a suit? Yeah. Or maybe it's, let's say you hate going grocery shopping or mm, something. Not a fan. 
but you're like, oh, well, while I'm grocery shopping, I can go buy myself a smoothie while I'm out as a reward. I don't know if if that's a habit stack. Financially poor choice, but... I don't know if that's a habit suck, but yeah, so it's like pairing something that you have to do with something that you want to do. My favorite example is just listening to audiobooks while you do stuff you don't want to do. That's probably the best example. Yeah. It's really good. Thanks. How do you feel like your life has been impacted since habits and what do you see with your habits going forward? Ooh, that was a good question. He's a journalism major. Well, I definitely get a lot more done in the morning because of my habits and I think it takes a lot of stress off of me. I'm not as much of a procrastinator anymore because there's time set aside for the things I need to do at the optimal time that my mental brain does them the best. And so that's very helpful. Like I'm always cleaning because that's just a habit. So I just feel like my life is more together and I have a lot less going on inside my head. I used to describe it as I felt like my head was constantly spinning because I was just thinking of all the things. And this still happens to me. Your head does spin sometimes. Yeah, my head is constantly spinning, but it spins a lot slower now. I'd be thinking of all the things I have to do all the time, all at once. (laughs) And it's exhausting. You describe this and I'd be like, how are you not just like lying on the ground in tears with the way that you're describing how you're feeling it just makes it impossible to focus on any one thing because it's like oh well i want to spend quality time with matt but also in my head i'm planning out how we're gonna get to the event we're going to tomorrow and what time we have to wake up and what time i need to start getting ready and then also i have things going on next week and then also there's dinner in the oven right now that i can't forget about otherwise it's gonna burn and (laughs) there's oh the podcast needs to be published soon and like all these things that i have to do Everything that I have to do was taking up my brain space all at the same time constantly. And so this eliminated a lot of that, I think. It's like the whole journaling thing in the morning has changed my life. Changed my life. The 20 minute thing? Yeah. Mm. You also, you have a special journal too. The one question. Oh, that is the thing. Yeah. So for Christmas, Matt's mom got me this five year journal. And every day I ask you a very simple question. I couldn't do it if it wasn't an easy question. It'll be like, what did you have for lunch today? And you write it down. And it's five years. So every day you answer the same question for five years. So on January 1st next year, I'll answer the same question that I answered January 1st this year. And it's, it's kind of cool because I'm like, oh, in five years, the questions are probably going to be so different. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really exciting. One of the things was, it was something like, what's the most expensive thing you own? Oh, or like, yeah. you know, stuff like that that you know is going to change over time. Uh, yeah. And then I'll be like, in the future, I'll be like, ooh, back when the most expensive thing I owned was my laptop. <laughs> And now I own an island. Something like that. Boom. You heard it here first. We're going to buy an island. <laughs> That's like less of a reflective journal and more of just like, oh, I can't wait to see what happens in my life. It's it kind of is journal. optimistic, you know, you get to kind of think about what's But it's happen. sort of cool. Of like, it's sort of the habit thing of like, okay, you don't really want a journal, but it's this one little tiny question. It's sort of easy. You're like, I can do it. My reward is that I can look forward to like, ooh, what's the next one? Yeah, I think that's what it is. The reward is I get a sense of optimism about the future. Ooh. Yeah. Wait, let me read a couple too. One of the questions is, can people change? And so you reflect on, do you think people can change? What are you reading right now? Oh. The best part of today? Mm. What was the last restaurant you went to? This is really cool. Today was tough because oh. what song is stuck in your head? So just, it's kind of like a time capsule in a way. That's neat. 
And yeah. it's just, it's cool that you have the drive and you have the habit mm-hmm. of doing and keeping it in your life. Yeah, I, so far so good. She's doing great. <laughs> Only four years and 11 months to go. Easy. Yeah. So easy. I think I'll be able to keep it up. I mean, you're very good at like keeping those kind of habits, even if the habits themselves sometimes change. Mm-hmm. There always is a sort of habit, but I think like your nighttime routine has become really solid. Mm-hmm. Your morning routine is just very set. And I think there's a lot of, I think sometimes people are like, oh, I don't like having a routine because I want to be a spontaneous. But like routines, I think have a lot of power. Humans crave routine. There's a reason for that because we feel safe. We feel mm-hmm. like we are doing the thing we should be doing. So if you're feeling a little bit lost, if you're feeling like you're in your mid-20s, late 20s, and you're going, oh my God, what's the top of my life? I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, when I <laughs> when I was in my mid-20s, because now we're like, I'm 28, it's late 20s. Mm-hmm. When I was like in my mid-20s, I don't know what was going on. I had no habits. I'd go to bed at 2, I'd wake up at 10, I'd eat a grain of rice, as my family would joke, and just kind of like bop around. But I think if I had had habits, if I had had routine which I know if I'd had a routine, a lot of it would have been a lot easier. Yeah. So you're feeling a little bit like, oh man, I feel, maybe you lost your job just now. Maybe you are just kind of a little bit confused. Maybe you're going through something. Try and pick up a habit. It could help. It's actually really interesting you mentioned that because like people wanting to not be so routine because they want to have more experiences in their life. Mm-hmm. Because I don't remember where I heard this, but a lot of our life is so habitualized And we tend to not remember the habits later on. Things like you don't really remember driving to work every day. You don't really remember brushing your teeth every day. But I almost feel like the more routines and habits you have, the more it gives you time to enjoy the things you want to remember. Like I don't really need to look back and remember doing my skincare every night. And I don't need to remember picking out my clothes every day. I don't need to remember making coffee every day. I don't want to remember that. (laughs) Like my habits are almost there to get me to do the things that I don't want to spend my brain time thinking about. Mm -hmm. And that gives you time to kind of mix up your free time and do those memorable things that are different that you do want to remember and care about. Like by keeping the brain space open, you make it easier for that to happen. Yeah. It's a very interesting way of looking at it. Yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting that I said that. (laughs) It was interesting that you said that. (laughs) I just thought it and then it came out of my mouth. That's how thoughts work. (laughs) So with all that, you know, these habits are really great and they can be really helpful and they can be really beneficial. But I mean, haven't you heard the thing of like, oh, it takes a million repetitions to make a habit? Is that true? Um, there. Okay, so there's a lot of science. People will say it takes six weeks to make a habit or it takes eight weeks to make a habit. Nobody can really agree on how long it takes. And what what I found is some habits take longer than others to form. And you'll know. It's kind of like you'll know once the habit's been made and you won't even notice it happening. But one day you'll just realize you did it and you wouldn't you didn't even think about it. And then you'll be like, oh, I guess this is a habit now. I didn't. It's it just like happens all at once. You don't notice it. Like I didn't notice the day that I suddenly couldn't not clean my room before bed. It's not like I was like, oh, and now it's a habit. <laughs> but like you'll know you'll kind of one day you'll realize you'll be like oh these are habits now but i would say yeah it takes you know it could take a month could be two or three months but as long as you it's all about the consistency it's more about the consistency than about the time and it's also what i've learned is it's about whether or not it fits into your lifestyle like there's habits i was trying to make for a while that just didn't stick because it just didn't work for me so i don't know if that's really an answer to your question it could it's <laughs> i think it's an answer 
But yeah, probably somewhere between one to three months, depending on the habit. Oh, also, I think because I always didn't believe in the whole reward aspect of habits. Mm. I was like, I don't need to reward myself. I was like, oh, you know, cue, you know, wake up, routine, do the morning routine. Rewards, like, oh, I should, you know, buy myself a fun Starbucks or something to reward myself. But that seems like a waste and I don't need to do that. I don't need the reward. But then I got this habit tracker online Mm. and that kind of became my reward. It was like, I do the habit and then I get to check it off and it's just such a good feeling that I think that really really helped like instill it in my brain it's a cool habit tracker I'm excited to have it here yeah so I would say don't skip out on the reward but it can be something as small as just getting to check it off a list Mm -hmm. but I really think that that's what's helped keep my habits consistent this year is that habit tracker what you know you would just have kind of a knack for self-improvement it was one of the things that I love and loved about you from the very beginning she's like wow katie is always improving herself oh. every single time that i see her and it's still happening every day i can tell you're working hard to be better and to be the best you you can so if you also want to be the best you you can for your friends for your family for your partner whatever it is think about habits think about you know what are the things that you do what do you want to change what do you want to add in Mm-hmm. do those one at a time try not to overwhelm yourself but also it can be really good to train your brain mm-hmm. oh i just remembered a habit that i accidentally made oh what so on monday nights i go to dance class and i i don't know how this started but i just started calling matt like while i'm driving home from dance and like now i get in the car after dance and i'm like oh, i should call matt and I don't know why, but I think I accidentally formed that habit. Because then I, my reward is I get to talk to you, I guess. The cute but <laughs> I just remembered that. Like, once you start noticing, once you know what a habit is, you start noticing them in your life more. That's true. There are a lot of them. Like, it's like, oh, it's bedtime. I'm going to start reading. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of adults do that. Or you could even say, like, in a sense, eating's a habit. Like, oh, it's noon. I should probably have lunch now. Yeah, I mean, like, cue, hunger, routine, lunch, reward. reward. Not hunger. You're not hungry anymore. Yeah. Habits are everywhere. Anything else you want to say about habits before we sign off? I think that's it. If you liked this, definitely check out Sad to Savage. It's one of my favorite podcasts to listen to every week. She's a fan. I will post some links in the description about it and so you can find us online too. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you listening to me talk about this topic because I love habits and they changed my life. Well, that was lovely. Thank you so much, Katie. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you everyone for listening. <laughs> we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.